TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's 9.30 in 716. Hashtag family separation is trending on Twitter and President Trump isn't backing down. The United States will not be a migrant camp and it will not be a refugee holding facility. Won't be. The president should not be using these kids as leverage to get a border wall or whatever he's trying to do. This policy goes back, actually, to the Bush administration. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. President Trump and members of his administration are doubling down on their policy of separating children from their parents at the border if... They come here without documentation. Senior White House correspondent Cecilia Vega with the very latest. Even in the face of growing outrage, President Trump staunchly defended his administration's policy of separating migrant children from their parents. The United States will not be a migrant camp and it will not be a refugee holding facility. Won't be. And on Twitter, he is amping up the anti-immigration rhetoric, saying big mistake made all over Europe in allowing millions of people in who have so strongly and violently changed their culture. The president warning it could happen here. Still, he says, he too is disturbed by those images of children in detention centers. What's happening is so sad, is so sad, and it can be taken care of quickly, beautifully, and we'll have safety. The president could be the one to end it. It is his policy launched by his administration. Opposition is mounting. All four living former first ladies going public. Laura Bush writing in the Washington Post, this zero tolerance policy is cruel. It is immoral and it breaks my heart. Michelle Obama retweeting Mrs. Bush's op-ed adding, sometimes truth transcends party. Rosalind Carter calling the policy disgraceful and a shame to our country. Hillary Clinton took on the administration's false claim that they are simply enforcing the law. Separating families is not mandated by law at all. That is an outright lie. And she also took on Attorney General Jeff Sessions, who cited the Bible as justification. I would cite the Apostle Paul and his clear and wise command in Romans uh, 13 to obey the laws of the government. Those who selectively use the Bible to justify this cruelty are ignoring a central tenet of Christianity. Jesus said, suffer the little children unto me. He did not say, let the children suffer. Even the current First Lady Melania Trump made the rare move of intervening on policy, calling on both sides of the aisle to come together, but adding, we need to be a country that follows all laws, but also a country that governs with heart. Now with the White House under fire, Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen joining a late briefing to defend the policy. 
Have you seen the photos of children in cages? Have you heard the audio clip of these children wailing? I have, I have not seen something that came out, but I have been to detention centers. Uh, and again, I would reference you to our standards. I would reference you to the care provided, not just by the Department of Homeland Security, but by the Department of Health and Human Services when they get to HHS. But is that the image of this country that you want out there, children? The image that I want of this country is an immigration system that secures our borders and upholds our humanitarian ideals. Congress needs to fix it. It is a growing crisis on the border. The government releasing some new information about one of the country's largest border processing centers. Marcus Moore is on the scene and takes us inside. For the first time, this country is getting a look inside the U.S.'s largest immigration processing center. It's in McAllen, Texas. New images have now become a flashpoint over the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy, calling for parents and their children to be separated if the parents have crossed the border illegally. The Border Patrol taking us inside where 1,100 men, women, and children are being held, detained in cages, some of the youngest faces behind the metal fencing. Children seen sleeping under Mylar blankets, what child advocates are calling excruciating audio of the children. In a recording first obtained by ProPublica, you can hear the desperate sobbing of children from one day last week. This little girl appears to be separated from her dad. You can also hear children calling for mama and papa. In the audio, you can also hear a Border Patrol agent in what appears to be a reference to all of the crying. (laughs) Congressman Joaquin Castro listened to the audio with us. So this is this is purportedly audio of a separation. Yeah, I mean, you see the brutality there and the severe emotional trauma that these kids are experiencing. And the president should not be using these kids as leverage to get a border wall or whatever he's trying to do. Uh, it's obscene. ABC News has reported separated children are sent into foster care or to more than 100 shelters around the country. Many parents say they're not told where or when they'll see them again. The people united! Amid growing pressure and protests across the country, President Trump's Homeland Security Secretary, Kirsten Nielsen, defended the policy, reading from a statement. We will not apologize for doing for our job. We have sworn to do this job. This administration has a simple message. If you cross the border illegally, we will prosecute you. She insisted the children seen in those images are well cared for. We operate according to some of the highest standards in the country. We provide food, medical, education, and all needs that the child requests. Perspective. Some insight now. Our go-to person on all things immigration, Rosanna Berardi from Berardi Immigration Law with Susan Rose and Brian Mazarowski in studio. This policy goes back actually to the Bush administration. Uh, President Bush had something called Operation Streamline, which was expanded upon by the Obama administration, which basically referred anyone who entered the United States unlawfully for criminal prosecution. And because people were referred for criminal prosecution, um, families were separated. Um, What's different now is the level 
in which this is occurring, but this policy is is not something that's brand new. But all these images coming out now have kind of uh, stirred this debate again uh, with how these children are being held, how uh, it's being treated at the border with the separation of the families. Has it been at this level at any point in the past? Well, what's different right now is in the last month or so, the Trump administration has announced a zero tolerance policy, meaning anyone that's coming across the border unlawfully will be automatically referred for criminal prosecution. In the past, if you came across with a child, you would not be referred for criminal prosecution. You would be put in an immigration system and then you would be told to come back in a year or two whenever your court date was. So the Trump administration is arguing that this loophole of entering with children has been utilized and abused by smugglers, by traffickers, bringing in kids as a tool for avoiding criminal prosecution. These images are really disturbing. Um, There's audio floating around of kids crying. Nobody can really confirm the source of that. We've got to be careful. Nobody wants to see a child suffering. But we've got to understand that this has gone on way before this time and is going on in other circumstances in America. Right now, these images are being blasted across the national media. And I have to say, pause and, and realize that this is not something new. All right. The, now the question, why are they coming? Is, are their situations so desperate? Do they know that when they get to that border and try to cross illegally that they are going to be separated from their kids? It's really hard to say. Um, the statistics show that most illegal aliens are coming from three countries, Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala. Um, country conditions in those three countries are very difficult. Uh, El Salvador in particular, in particularly has a severe crime and gang problem. So people are leaving at record levels to escape that. Now, whether they know about this policy or not, nobody can really say for certain. Um, But in some circumstances, and and this sounds harsh, but in some circumstances, coming to the U.S. and being separated from your child, not forever, but for a period of time, is safer than what a lot of these um, immigrants are going through in their home countries. You touched on that uh, right there. The main question kind of coming through from listeners this morning who are texting in is why enter the country illegally then? But I I think to answer that, you probably have to look at what they were living with beforehand. You know, we see these images of these cages, and here we are saying this is terrible. That might be way better than what they're coming from. Absolutely. We're looking at it from the lens of the United States culture. We're, We're used to a certain standard of living and a standard of care for our children. Unfortunately, that standard is not available worldwide. And while for us as Americans sitting here watching TV, looking at these images, they're abhorrent. And everyone thinks, oh my God, I would never want my child to be in that situation. But coming from some very difficult war-torn countries, criminal countries, it may not be as bad as it looks from a different perspective. And that's a very hard pill for us to swallow as Americans, but it could be very much based in fact. Rosanna Berardi of Berardi Immigration Law is in studio this morning. We're talking about this southern border border issue. And, and Rosanna, is it is it the president? Is it Congress that can fix this? Where do you see this going? How does it play out? Well, I think President Trump can fix this if he technically wanted to. Um, it, it's a very tough political issue because 
it's very difficult for the commander-in-chief of the United States to say we're not going to enforce the current immigration law. Now, that's really nothing new. We've had several administrations prior to President Trump that decided not to enforce the immigration law. And that's why we have the situation that we have today with the amount of illegal aliens in the United States. So if you look at the Trump administration over the last 18 months, the message has been pretty consistent in that we are going to force the law that is on the books, and only Congress can change that law. So yes, technically, this belongs to Congress. But from a policy perspective, Trump certainly has the ability to change the policy and say, we're no longer going to do this. But difficult situation because is that going to turn the border into a free-for-all where everybody is coming with family and 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 who knows what could happen so tough issue but ultimately to answer your question president trump could do this by policy well this discussion really is nothing new finger pointing when it comes to immigration reform i mean you've been talking about that with us for years yeah, Brian, I've been doing this for over 20 years, and, and I'm still waiting for comprehensive immigration reform. Um, it's just not happened. I'm not sure it's going to happen. Um, we, we've got a president in office right now that is trying to put put heat to the fire and, and make something happen here and, and is facing a lot of criticism. Um, but regardless of the administrations that have come and gone, we can't seem to reform our immigration law, which is broken and outdated. Back tomorrow. That's 9.30 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.